0: Um. Um. All right, give her. Okay. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 26 of The Sit Down by Funky Moose Records. I'm Joel. I'm Mark. And today's episode, we have uh, a guest. Her name is Emma Jean. She is the lead singer of Rhymestone, a band from Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. Um, we grilled her earlier tonight. Why, well, we didn't grill her? We talked to her tonight, um, and uh, it was a fun conversation. Yeah, we
1: just hung out. Yeah. So we're kind of hoping that uh, you guys might have an hour to kill. Uh, feel free to hang out with us.
2: How are you doing, Emma? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing over there?
1: We're, we're good. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. It kind of looks
2: like you're in a hockey dressing room there. Whereabouts are yeah. you? well that's why it feels right at home um (laughs) i am actually in a hotel room in dryden ontario um and i'm on my way to quebec to go plant some trees um i don't usually do this long of a season but i was injured in my my regular season um suffered a spinal fracture and just had to take some time to get better so now i'm kind of Making up for some lost time and I mean, like COVID's on right now. So it's kind of a good time to get work when you can get it. And then I try to use the other part of my season to um, get really into music and art and stuff. Um, And so while I was injured, actually, I finished off this video. Um, It was something that I had intended that I was going to kinda, you know, chip away at while I was forming but the reality of the job is just so busy. Um and I think getting getting injured and having to go home and not being able to really do too much for the first while, um really like that was my my outlet, my like kind of like feeling like I had a purpose and right. working on something. Like therapy kind of thing, right? <laughs> I don't know, so much therapy it definitely took a lot mm-hmm. of me too. It was definitely like like I had to you know, dig in some days to try and like, you know, get 20 done or like 30 30 pictures done just to kind of make my goal of having it out for Shark Week. Um, I'm the kind of person that, you know, like, (laughs) if things don't have like a really solid deadline that they can get pushed back and back (laughs) um, indefinitely. So (laughs) eventually I just had to pick a day and Shark Week seemed fitting, so that was okay
0: so so what's the obsession with Baywatch
2: um not really an obsession just like it fits so well um right I know that like well I'm coming to discover anyway uh since putting this video out that uh probably the generation just above me um kind of grew up with Baywatch and that scene in particular had had some scarring effects on people um <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah uh for a time i wanted to get really into baywatch but uh in my personal life uh, there was a uh, a friend of a friend who uh, who drowned and oh. so i, I kind of like lost my taste for baywatch for a while but um it has obviously returned um yeah so uh, I just felt like the the way that the scenes transitioned, and the kind of the high drama points, and um, and kind of the way that I set it up with doing it at a very kind of slow frame rate. Like this is three frames per second, um, so like of course it's kind of yeah um, right. Um, makes it easier to animate, but also kind of uh, speaks to kind of like the rhythm in the song as well. Um, so yeah it's just kind of like i just i just felt like they they had a good union the two together and they helped each other to kind of intensify some drama points and
0: um yeah yeah i mean so how so how did you how did you actually draw this was this all computer work or did you use like some sort of paper somehow or
2: um so i did this uh digitally. Um, One could, of course, use paper. Doing it digitally just kind of eliminates one of the steps, which is photographing or scanning what you've done. Um, And the technique that I'm using in this is rotoscoping. So basically, I am drawing on top of film stills. So um, underneath all of these drawings is kind of you know what i started out with which is just the still from the from the scene and so i'm modifying it in different ways to also kind of try to uh to kind of put my own lens on it and also to try to kind of uh where i can maybe play to the emotionality of the scene that is not necessarily visible with just viewing something through a camera you know like sometimes it takes yeah. art sometimes it takes like color or contrast to uh to kind of get the the emotional feel of it across as well yeah
1: so that's right kinda... well that's like uh, like her blue eyes there when she turns from the boat kind of closer to the end right yeah like how yeah well and his too there you can see the fear um where did you get like the influence to do this like did you go to like did you learn that somewheres or i it uh, makes me think of that movie scanner darkly i don't know if you've yeah. ever heard of that mm-hmm. before right is
2: that
3: kind of the same thing
2: yeah so there's there's not too many uh, rotoscope works out there but it is such a cool medium Um, i'd love to see more people do it Uh, i kind of got into um, like using video and combining it with drawing when i was at uh, art school so i took a bfa at the university of saskatchewan and kind of drawing and video were kind of the two focuses that i had there and I, I started to kind of get into um, like, I, I almost kind of like want to call them like Franken videos because you're kind of ripping them apart and putting them back together. Um, so it's, yeah, like I, I, I did a, a few different things, just kind of experimenting with doing that, experimenting with isolating things uh, in a scene, experimenting with uh, like adding my own gestures and, and drawings to the, to the scenes as well, or the frames. Um, or also important, uh, you know, and I think this maybe comes out with music too, is, is timing, very much so. And there's mm-hmm. this one really cool um, guy who does these uh, takeaway shows, uh, Vincent Moon. <laughs> I was really into him for a while. And he had this one really cool quote. He's like, I wanna, this is a paraphrase, whatever.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna get it right.
2: But he's like, "I wanna, I wanna learn to use the video camera like a guitar. And I thought that was so cool because it speaks to like visual rhythm and visual kind of like, I don't know, notes <laughs> as well. Right.
0: Actually, I, I noticed uh, a trend in the last couple of years when you see, when you watch movie trailers of action movies, they're mm-hmm. very, um, every, every scene cuts to the beat of a, uh, of the, the background music. Mm. So that's kind of, kind of the same as what you're doing, but in a movie trailer, I guess.
2: Yeah, and I mean, like how you, how you cut your scenes is really interesting too. I just recently uh, uh, took part with a couple of my friends, Curtis Kerr and uh, John Kendrick. Uh, this, uh, we, we participated in the Super 8, the Paved Arts Super 8 um, one take event. And so that's using super old technology, like a Super Eight camera, and right, only yeah. one take. You know, and that's a, in very contrast to, um, you know, if you have like an action movie, for example, it's like scene change, scene change, scene change, scene change, elbow, f- running, you know, like <laughs> right? um, car smash. You know, <laughs> so it the way that you, the way that you kind of like lay those scenes out, and even when I was making this particular. Uh, video like following along with how the people who did Baywatch shot their scenes and how they transition them and I got to appreciate very much the person who is working the camera you know like with camera shots like from under the water you know um very very cool like you I don't know things are so fast you you take in things so fast this is my way of making someone look at 850 of my drawings in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what it is, 850 drawings? not going
2: to do it in an art gallery. I know you won't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's what it is, 850 drawings.
2: Yeah, like 850 drawings are in that, wow. approximately.
0: You could still do it in You're an art gallery. Minimize
1: them to like so tiny so they're all crammed <laughs> like in an 8 by 10, and then you got them all. I wonder what, this, maybe then, that's a shark.
0: Yeah, in the, the shape then, of a shark, maybe.
2: The possibilities are <laughs> endless, but really, like I am so done with this project. I am ready to move <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm excited to make some some more videos. I have some plans to make some more videos, and uh, they're likely not going to be animation right away. Although, like I'm not going to leave it behind forever. Like this hasn't scarred me for life or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it took a lot out of me, um, but yeah, gonna gonna maybe try and do some.
1: Are they action- going to be like? uh the the other videos is that going to be like videos for your own music or for like other
2: bands and musicians like what are you thinking or for both uh, right now my plans are just for Rhymestone um although like if if it worked out like if I had a really good idea for someone else maybe I would take the time to pursue it I mean if if it if it made sense but um right now I think I'm very focused on Rhymestone and I'm very focused on just kind of my individual arts practice and and I think I should be like I think that's kind of you know that's that's where the attention needs to go right now
0: yeah and is this is this the first Rhymestone video
2: not necessarily um, technically the very first video we put up was just like a simple lyric video for sort of mellow which is on okay. our YouTube channel as well um, and then I I kind of used a uh, vintage footage for a track of ours robotic um, that I thought also like had the same kind of sense that this one does that it just fit with things um, and that is taken from attack of the 50-foot woman uh, it's a very old kind of drive-in movie type of a film and uh, it's if you guys haven't checked it out that it, it's worth it it's pretty cool um, so in that one like the modifications I did were pretty minimal like I um i changed the color tone and i changed the timing slightly and i uh changed the timing of the ending part but um that's also one that just kind of yeah just kind of fit just kind of suited the song the, uh, i was
1: so i was listening to your music on uh spotify and when robotic and sort of mellow came on it was like the drawings that were on there is that you that drew those pictures like there was yeah. a, a drawing of like a guy, okay right on, yeah. cool, yeah no I was definitely enjoying it so and neighborhood is like the newer album didn't that you
2: guys release that when in 2019 if I'm not yeah. mistaken yeah we released it October 31st of 2019 Halloween my favorite holiday <laughs> yeah.
1: You can see how I like, like, event big...
2: dates. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: did you have, like,
2: a big Halloween party, kind of release party sort of thing? We did. We had a release party at the Union Center in Prince Albert, and it was awesome. Uh, people dressed up, had a great time. Um, we decorated the whole place. And uh, yeah, it was it was fun to play there as a band. And also, we uh, it was our album release party, and, and even though, uh, uh, he's not on the album we had recently added stephen williams to our to our band so stephen williams was playing with us for that night as well uh, yeah so so let's go
0: let's go back to who is rhymestone because we kind of jumped into into the video right (laughs) away. but who are we talking to (laughs) (laughs)
2: hello (laughs) (laughs) my name is Uh, Yeah, so, Rhymestone is composed of four band members and there is myself, Emma Jean, there is Jordy He is our bass player, Ian Dixon is our drummer, and Stephen Williams is our guitar player. So uh, four of us, we like to make noise. (laughs) Right on. So how long have you guys all been together? Well, um, I would say we've been together for approximately two years. Maybe getting closer to three these days, but yeah, um, because we we made the album kind of I would say within you know six to nine months of getting together, and then you know put it out, and then kind of been yeah two to three years. Let's say two to three years.
0: <laughs> yeah, <okay>. yeah, because. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember seeing you at Chesterfest last year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and you played local, uh I, I remember you playing Local Boys, which is also on this album. Yeah. Um don't remember the other songs you did, but yeah. So it's, yeah. it's definitely a year, I guess. That's sweet that is you can
2: yeah. miss uh that it's not on this year. Right? Yeah. Man, we
0: were we were stoked. We uh we actually we're just had Joel come back on.
2: twice as hard next year.
0: We we had Joel on as a guest uh what, a month ago, two months ago? Something like that, yeah, four well no, yeah, six episodes ago or something. Yeah, so check out that episode it was fun.
1: Sweet. He was telling some behind the scenes stories there. Yeah. Good good times for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, like I hope hopefully like you said it comes back with a vengeance next year, right? I think so. Um, I wanted to ask you, is there, who would you say like influences you? Because there's, when I'm listening to your music, I can't put my finger on it, but I, I, it just, it makes me, you know, I, I'm not even going to hit the nail on the head here, but I was getting like a retro vibe, almost like, if uh, please don't be offended if I get this wrong. But like, a, like a female Jim Morrison kind of vibe ish. Cool. What, what I was getting is, am I like I, completely I was, wrong there, I, or is that like somebody who might have influenced you? I told in, Emma in this style? before,
0: but I, I, her, her vibe has kind of like um, I don't remember her name, but the uh, lead singer for for uh, Alabama Shakes. Oh
1: yeah, I, yeah. I kind of
0: got, got that that,
1: uh, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. So, are we both, am I like way off base? (laughs) No, I bet we're both way off. (laughs)
2: Um, like, I don't, I don't have like my list of these are the top five people that are my favorite, have influenced me. Are I think are my idols, are the best ever in the world, obsessed with them, etc. I don't have anything like that. Um, I am attracted to people who sing different. Um, I'm attracted to people who have kind of like that unique voice or kind of like you can kind of sense the passion coming out of them because like, I, I, I get that I want that you know I, I want to do that too you know um, and I, I do it in my way you know just what comes out of me is what comes out of me and you know it is how how it is I right. I think it's yeah. fun I enjoy no, that it makes- but, makes perfect sense yeah for if, sure. if you're asking like who i who i think is super cool right now i think i've i've recently transitioned from like thinking uh that i would love to be best friends with annie clark to thinking i would love to be best friends with um oldest harding oldest harding is my new fave right now um, I gotta look that up.
1: All right. <laughs> could, if I'm being honest I have no idea who that is
2: Oh wow, you! I'm so excited for you She just put go, out go this album out. called Designer Check out the album Designer And check out her music videos as well She's very creative and odd She's kind of an awkward person But she really kind of Sings from her, her heart Or her soul Or her
0: spirits that are <laughs> surrounding her Like
2: I don't know Like you'll have to She's vague and mysterious. You'll have to check her out. And that's, and how do you, oldest Harding? So A-L-D-O-U-S-H-A-R-D-I-N-G.
1: You got that? Yes, I did. Okay. A-L-D-O-U-S-H-E-R-D-I-N-G.
2: Yeah, that should get you close, anyway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. And who's the other girl you, you mentioned, the first one?
2: Like, oh, Annie Clark that. is from St. Vincent. Um,
0: oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know her. She's yeah. cool. Um,
2: yeah. But yeah, like those are the people that kind of like I would want to hang out with that are living, you know? Like there's lots of people who have passed who are great artists that I would love to yeah. hang out with too. But yeah, i got to limit it to possibilities. <laughs> right. You're For stuck sure. with us right now. Right. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Mark was telling me that before like you guys had released the album and of course, before COVID you guys had just started to tour it. Um, like uh, how many shows did you guys get in before? Like, I hate to bring up COVID and stuff like that too, but I, I am curious, like how far into the tour did you get before you had to put a pin in that?
2: Uh, we got like maybe two out of our expected approximately nine days of playing that we had hoped. Mm. Nine, 10 days. So we got like maybe a fifth or a sixth of the way. Not very far.
0: Because I remember you were piled up in a van and it, I think it was Jordy in the back folder in half. That's uh, <laughs> and. And and the picture was like okay we're heading back home because everything shutting down or something uh, yeah I think that was on Facebook or something
2: yeah um so I mean it's a it's a darn shame when you put a lot of time and planning into something and especially with this being our very first tour it was kind of yeah. a bummer that like we didn't even get to mess it up you know <laughs> like <laughs> we didn't even get the chance to mess it up we didn't even, you know <laughs> um or do well also you know but yeah. um yeah so we kind of got the rug pulled pulled out from our feet on that one but uh we definitely still got to make some great contacts and we got to go through the process of what it takes to plan a tour and we got to meet some great characters on the way um one of them being uh Liz from Ostella, uh, I spell that with a zero, Ostella. Um, and she came along with us for our tour. She uh, is a awesome artist and uh, Roisin uh, Seifert also helped us plan a lot of stuff. And we got to make some contacts in Calgary and we got to make some contacts in Prince George and we got to speak with uh, the folks at the radio station there and they were such a supportive community actually you know when the show was cancelled um you know we made a couple other things work with the open mic night uh and with um, a kind of uh, impromptu show uh, at the black clover um Osela fit in great there she being a irish lass herself um myself scottish can't quite do it but i can pretend <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, yeah, so you know, things have a, have a funny way of uh, working out sometimes, but we definitely all made the best of the situation that we were put in. And it became apparent that it was, uh, you know, before it was, it was uh, responsible and good business to kind of continue on with what we had planned, but it became apparent after a while that uh, at that time in COVID's eruption, it was not responsible to be out on the road and it was time to kind of get our butts back home. Um, and so, also yeah. no one was going to show us anyway, because they also yeah. had to get their butts back home. Mm-hmm. Right. So do you think
1: there's like a chance that like, obviously things, in my opinion, they're not going back to the way they, they were, but. to to get back to a place where you guys will have the opportunity to tour and like spread the music out there. Like do you guys kind of have a plan for in the near or far future to do something like
3: that?
2: Uh, there's definitely plans to tour again. Um, I think everyone is kind of just waiting to see, well we are kind of waiting to see how things progress with COVID. Um, you know, with the waves and whatever, just kind of get a handle on how things are going to be. Um, I'm glad that things are kind of opening up in different local communities in different ways. I know people are kind of having driveway parties or parking lot parties or venues are starting to open up in kind of limited capacity. And I think that is awesome and maybe it'll foster a little bit more of a distant intimacy (laughs) because there's fewer people, but they're all spread out. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we're just kind of, we're reinventing the space, but that that's also why it's a, a great idea for us to be at the moment, um, more focus more than focused on planning a tour, focused on recording our next album, doing things like putting out music videos, you know, those things are great for people to consume. Everyone's on the internet these days, um, scrolling around. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. Uh, after I get back from planting some more trees here, it's gonna be back into the lab, back into Jordy's studio, Reservoir Recordings. And uh, yeah, do yeah, do, actually, some
0: more, do some more work on the next album. It's gonna be great, I'm very excited. I saw uh, 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 in the UK, they're having um, uh, a physical distance, physical distance uh shows they're they're setting that up and and each individual gets its, its own i don't know three feet by three feet platform and those are separated so it's a, a field of platforms yeah so you buy your ticket for that platform that's where you stay and then yeah. i don't know how you get in and out but that's huh. that's, that's one of the ways right. to do that but then you're still out and, out and, and whatever well i know there's like there's
1: comics that are like doing uh drive in theaters. Yeah. Right.
0: And uh and Matt Blade was doing uh driveway driveway party. Emma was mentioning. Yeah, too,
1: and, yeah. and well and he had the that's that stage too that they were going through the streets with. Yeah. Like a uh, yeah, there's all kinds of oh, yeah. if you're off you can still get out there, right? Yeah. There are
0: options. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned your uh your next album. Um can you uh tell us a little bit about that or is that still very secret?
3: <laughs>
2: um, it was
0: secret until Mark just said something. Or... <laughs> I don't.
2: Yeah, I don't know if we've like, like it's not a huge secret, but I don't know if we've necessarily made a whole bunch of announcements about it or anything. It's kind of something that we're working on and will be ready quite soon, relatively soon. Um, all the songs are ready for it. Um, and it's really just a matter of getting into the studio, getting them recorded and um, mastered and then and then having it having it ready to be released I've, I'm starting to learn that you have to kind of have everything ready to go you just kind of like hold on to it for a while. maybe you like let a few people know about it and then you when when you know the date that you want to set it free, you know. You wait even more <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you let it go and and for me that's very hard because i make something and i'm like nah send it send it <laughs> but, <laughs> but
3: uh
2: yeah it's it's and I'm, and I'm learning the reasons why is because uh you know the more time you 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 give to something and the more time you spend setting things up to go well the more they will go well um and um yeah, we learned a few lessons with our first album in terms of how best to release it, um, the people that we want to let know that it's happening, and in advance, and maybe have a few things uh, ready to go. So, ready. For example, um, uh, one of the first things that we're gonna do is uh, get a single from that album ready to be released. So that'll kind of be your first taste of the album um i guess i can let you know that it's going to be a song called supercilious um and yeah such a great fun song to play um the album is going to be called after dark and what else can i tell you what else can i drop here um (laughs) Uh, one one of the things that I think is going to be really cool on this album is it's going to be um, it's going to be Jordy doing the the recording with Reservoir again, but it's it's Jordy two this time. You know he's he's put a lot of time into the the process that he's been working with, and he's put a a lot of uh, a lot of hours into Uh, learning and um, experiential learning, uh, hands-on learning with other artists as well and he's also uh, you know kind of fine-tuned what he wants for the equipment that he's working with Um, and so I think it's going to be cool to record with him a second time and hear a little bit more of those nuances. That go on into the recording process and see how, so see how recording reservoir recordings has has grown as well. Yeah. Yeah. Did uh, so you said that you're Scottish, right? Did you grow up in Prince Albert? <laughs> okay, well, I gotta, I gotta backtrack here. My mom is Scottish. I'm I'm Canadian. <laughs> um, my dad is Icelandic, so I'm I'm definitely come from an immigrant family, um, settler family. Um but yeah, I don't know. That's that's my background. Canadian is is my thing. Right. So we're very Canadian.
1: Million, uh, but like Prince Albert though, is that where you grew up or no?
2: No nope, nope. Yeah, I um I moved to Prince Albert maybe like six ish years ago. Uh and I grew up in a small farming community called Foam Lake. Uh, which is on Highway 16. Uh, and then I spent a bit of time living in Saskatoon while I was doing my BFA there. And then I moved to Prince Albert to work in the arts.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And then so how did you meet up with, uh, like, did you know, like, Jordy before you moved to PA or did you just kind of after you moved to Prince Albert?
2: uh so i initially met ian first Uh, i met ian on the night that he performed as dracula at the ea rollinson center um ian is a prolific actor he's really great um ask anyone who knows drama in the community and they'll tell you how wonderful ian is and how talented he is um and uh yeah, so I met him while he was Dracula. I had recently moved to Prince Albert, and I, um, yeah, I just I just so happened to be in the ba- the back smoking area while the actors came out right after the show. That was great, um, and got to meet him and got to hang out with him more after that. Um, when it became apparent that he was very cool and we got along quite well, um, and yeah, learned that he was a drummer. Uh, wanted to uh, jam with him for quite a while before I eventually got him to jam with me uh, and then uh, Yeah, he he brought along Geordie when I asked him to back me up uh, I, I had been kind of cornered by a co-worker into performing um, and I hadn't performed for a while since I had gotten to Prince Albert from Saskatoon um, and i had had a band in Saskatoon that we broke up because the the commute was just too much. Um, uh, So, you know, it's been a while since I played. I was, you know, I I don't really want to do it by myself. You know, I could, but you know, like Ian, help me out. You know, Um, let's see, can you, can you just back me up here? My coworker needs, needs me to play some songs and have a show, so we're going to do it. (laughs) Um, And so Ian got Jordy in on it, like, you know, I was trying to kind of find a bass player too, and Jordy played the bass. um, as well as guitar, Jordy plays a lot of instruments. He plays piano too, um, and yeah. So we we did kind of a little uh, show at the at the art gallery that I was working at, and it went really well. And we worked really well together as a as a group, and it kind of became evident through the few times that we practiced before the show and during the show that it was something worth pursuing and that they were down to kind of be in a band with me and i was stoked that people wanted to play music and i felt like it was working you know i admired ian's drumming for a while i thought that he is he really knows when to when to lay the beats and when to leave him alone and and jordy just kind of nestled right in there because he's an amazing player but also because he had a lot of experience playing with ian as well um you know they're they're quite tight, so they they just jammed mesh right away, um, and yeah. Later on, we ended up adding Steven, of course, like another super talented Prince Albert player that, for like ever since I moved to Prince Albert, I thought was amazing. So that was a delight to add him to the team. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: What um what kind of writing process do you guys have? Like, when do you do like all the the music first and then you add lyrics to it or or like i like i'm not a musician at all so i i'm always intrigued on on the different uh ways that that musicians write their music like if they do it individually or together or or, so what's your process like you guys as a band and and as like personally
2: um so it it kind of is always uh something that is it erupts kind of in a spontaneous fashion. Like some, it could be, it could be some, sometimes when I'm writing on my own or it could be during a, a band practice where everyone's together and we just start to get into a jam. Um, but yeah, basically it just starts with playing some music and then singing over top of it. And I do a, a predominantly kind of stream of consciousness style of songwriting where I just kind of go with what feels right I say just whatever comes to mind in whatever kind of fashion it, it comes about, and I think one of the biggest things is uh, being okay with sounding bad or awkward. You know, you kind of just have to let that go um, and not be a not be too afraid of that. Um, and a lot of good things can happen if you can kind of drop that that part of it. Um, yeah, so it it can be a lot of fun you know, um and when it and when it feels right, like it's it's a it's a very cool moment to be a be a part of. Like yeah. So it's just a, it's just a matter of uh doing that and recording that and then working with the results of that, fine tuning them sometimes in order to make a uh a song that that flows better or a song that is more powerful in some way. Um and sometimes they come up great as they are um and and sometimes i'll change some lyrics a little bit but yeah I mean, mostly it, it comes from just that moment of playing music and singing your heart out whatever you feel yeah
0: yeah so i i know some artists write uh write the lyrics first and then add the music but you're doing it the other way around you just start playing a song and then add the lyrics after like feel like she feels it out, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. like I do it both at
2: the same time, both at once.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Cool. So like how, I don't like I don't like write well, out music and then come back to the music and add so- add lyrics. It happens at once.
1: Simultaneously,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um.
1: How so? How old were you? Like, was it for your whole life? Like, you've been in the arts and in music and drawing, or did it like you kind of? Like, how did you get into music, let's say? Like, were you always kind of singing and dancing and all that kind of stuff, or? Um,
2: not really, I mean, uh, maybe some early singing memories include just like cruising around, because that's what you do in a small town when you're 16 and have your license. Uh, cruising around with my friends and just like singing songs in the car. Um, but really, I think when music kind of hit for me that it became an outlet, that it became like something that really meant something to me was uh, when I very first started planting trees actually. (laughs) Um, And it was a combination of, uh, you know, frustration, being out in kind of extreme conditions, um, working until you're kind of exhausted um, and, you know, having things like bugs come at you, you know, um, there's a certain point where it's just kind of like, you just got to let something go, you know? You got to scream Someone's at the top up. of your lungs for a little while, swear, I don't know, grab it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think uh, part of part of that, like I don't do that anymore. I don't know, it was a very early thing. I think people go through it. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> um, but definitely a part of, part of that was um, releasing all these tensions and frustrations was with singing. And I had a top 100 soul music playlist that i just had on my ipod at the time and so you know there's there's other music i listened to too but that was a big one and i just listened to all those songs and just sang all those songs while i was out there in the woods just there's no one around to hear you that's the other thing is when there's no one around to hear you like you don't care about sounding bad you can sound however (laughs) you want say whatever you want you can you know so just having that freedom initially Uh, maybe help me cross a little bit of a barrier that a lot lot of other people encounter where you get that kind of fear to to kind of let go as much as you want. Um, And another thing with being outdoors is volume is less of a consideration. I think that it's hard sometimes, you know, people live in apartments, you know, there's people nearby, you feel like you can always be heard. You know, sometimes it's important to be in a space where you feel like no one can hear you. You know, you're the only one that can hear you um but yeah
0: well, now we can hear you yeah
2: and your car is a good place Driving yeah. around. <laughs> 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 i'm sure a lot of people do that
3: oh
1: yeah i do oh for sure i do too <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, no that's that's pretty slick so um are you planning or just just to get back to the touring parts, are you what kind of shows are you looking forward to play? Do you wanna play in dingy bars or festivals or what, what what's your ideal ideal gig, so to speak?
2: Ideal gig, wow. Um, hmm. I think that our band is kind of a higher energy band. Um, so I don't think we'd be suited to somewhere like a cafe as much, you know, <laughs> um, I do think that like we do well when people kind of have the, the freedom to get up and move about and, um, be loud themselves, you know, um, if they yeah. want, um, you know, I, I, love it when people give me their full attention, you know, but I, I also really just want people to have fun, um, and enjoy themselves. So. You know, like dingy bars and festivals sound great to me. Um, I I love a good dive, um, but I like I think right now we're just it's just so early for us as a band. I think that you know we would love to play anywhere and everywhere kind of thing because we want people to hear us. We just wanna we want to connect with people. We want to show what we can do, and yeah, it's just. It's so funny that, you know, right when we're ready to kind of show people what we can do, something like COVID happens and makes it a little bit yeah. difficult to do that. But thanks so much for ass. having having yeah. our, our band featured on your show. We really we really appreciate being able to kind of get out to, to different audiences oh, yeah. and stuff. So. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, well, I'm hoping that, well, like when you're back, I'm hoping that we can like all get together and yeah. you guys can do like a little sesh or something. You know what I mean? That'd be
3: like
1: Yeah. That would be slick.
0: Yeah. We, we kind of sort of had that idea to do that tonight or whenever we would do it, to have uh, – to join everybody in Jordy's studio and just hang out there. But just the stars didn't quite align.
1: Yeah, not this time. But no, but I, we, I still hope that we can do that. Like I said, yeah. when you're back and we can all get together for
2: sure. Yeah, good things on the way for sure. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. I think when I get back, it's just going to be straight into – Recording the new album and working on a music video that I have right now Right on is it gonna can I ask If
1: you don't want to answer you don't have to but the next music video also top secret. Yeah top (laughs) secret Is it gonna be like a like Live action or is it gonna be something like that is like digital or drawn?
2: I can't disclose that information. Okay (laughs) fair enough fair enough. That's
0: We just have to wait for it. It's going to be great. For sure, I believe it. I believe it. Do you have a deadline for yourself? Uh Because you work low on deadlines.
2: When can we expect it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't have a deadline right now because I first have to just finish planting. I think that I can't even start working on it until I'm back. So. I have to wait for that, but um, I would say maybe in in the fall sometime.
0: Oh, Halloween again?
2: Not necessarily. Nope. Not gonna oh. anything. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything like that fall sometime. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay. sweet well i'm hoping that we can get you guys back on for maybe we can get it get all together for the release of that video possibly. Yeah, that'd
2: be cool. sweet yeah that'd be awesome love to come back oh, i like that
1: mm-hmm. is there what's the time there is there a time difference In Ontario, yeah, yeah.
0: Two, two hours two hours ahead like uh, what time is
1: it there
2: it's nine o'clock here Oh yeah, that's what it is. Oh, wait, too. no, it's not. It is ten o'clock. Sorry, my computer isn't oh, uh, uh, Okay.
0: <laughs> Sweet. Um. So, with having Jordy and his recording studio, um, do, would you? This is just. <laughs> I don't know. As I'm as I'm formulating the question in my head, it's like no, that's a dumb question. So I'm I'm trying to reroute that. Um, you're, you're mostly focused on your own band. So let's say hypothetically there's another. What?
1: Sorry, I was just thinking of cutting that out for like a promo clip for this. Just you oh. flubbing over your words, That's all. <laughs> Sorry. Not
0: too funny. Um, yeah. (laughs) Did I make you nervous now? (laughs) No, no. I just lost track. Um, with Jordy having the studio. Right. So is, is it, Jordy is recording also for other bands then, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's got a few different
2: projects on the go.
0: Right. Would you consider doing collaborations with other bands? Consider, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, what do you mean? I don't know. Like, play each other songs or something and then release that somehow as a music video or have band members from another band join yours and make it a big band? I don't know. What if, oh, what if you had, okay, Rhinestone
1: and another band... But you each play the other one of the other band's songs and release it as like a single LP vinyl. So on one side it's like rhinestone playing this band's single and then on the other side the other band can be playing Rhinestone's oh, single yeah. something. I don't know. Or they crazy. Could or they could just play their own and release the songs, the LP yeah. single.
2: <laughs> uh, you're just like um, oh, these guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh Something kind of along the lines of what you're talking about that I think uh, has been a really cool, successful event in Saskatoon in the past is called uh, Band Swap. Have you guys heard of Band Swap? Not at all. We just came up with it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Band Swap uh, is this event in Saskatoon where like uh, a bunch of different of the the local bands uh, will kind of apply to, to be in this event you can you can sign your band up but basically all the members get kind of like mixed up they draw mm-hmm. out of hats these are the new bands you know and you have like a limited amount of time to come up with music together and perform it at the band swap event so that's kind of a cool way to kind of uh, mix up creative, creativity and um, just kind of yeah, see, see what talented people can come up with when they're put into weird situations like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I never heard of that before. That's, that's actually kind of where my, my thought process was going, that if, if you have two bands or three bands in the studio and you just grab an extra guitar player or an extra drummer or something, and then mm-hmm. just come up with something... Because I mean, if you're if you're always in the same environment with band, it it often you know creates the same uh, much of the same like style. Yeah, sound and, style and, and maybe having, But Isn't
1: that the is that
0: yeah I'm not, not the point? But no, no, I'm not saying get away from the style completely, but you know, just having another like for example, we had a few weeks ago, we had Paris, Paris pick. Yeah. She swaps her band members occasionally to get some fresh ideas in there. Right. I don't know. Sorry. I'm
3: cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, collaboration is pretty awesome. Um, it's one of the reasons why I like being in a band and not just kind of doing my own solo thing. I really enjoy working with other people. Um and kind of like sharing ideas and energy. Um, Although I do find that there are some people that I just click with a lot easier than others. And I think a a situation like band swap would be cool. It'd be challenging to see, um, you know, if I'm put with someone that I wouldn't naturally play music with, how are you gonna make it work, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. For
2: sure. And then, uh, yeah, go so ahead. The
1: limited time thing. Do you know how long? Like, do you have like 20 minutes to come up with something, or you get like a week?
2: Uh, I'm not certain, but I think it was something like 24, 48 hours, something like that. Right. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe we should organize something like that in PA.
2: A week would be good, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be fun. Um, I think I know the people that did it in Saskatoon that I could talk to. I'm sure they'd have a lot of really good tips.
3: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Get some, get some Funky Moose Records presents whatever you want to call it. Swapping of the band. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah. Um, what do you got planned for the rest of the night here tonight? Anything or just chillaxing?
2: Um, I am going to have a bit of a phone conversation with the, uh, the guy who I'm going to be working for. Just get an idea of what the contract I'm going to be working is like. And I've got my, uh, let me see. Can I get a little guitar and app back there?
0: Oh yeah.
2: okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Magic cinema, <laughs> um, so I might uh, might doodle around on that for a little while. Um, I think it's just kind of a interesting time right now for me because I'm in transition between places and I'm in Dryden, Ontario. Like, how am I here? You know, <laughs> um, okay. so it's. I think there's some good good energy to kind of pick up on. and Who knows? Maybe maybe I'll find a song in here somewhere.
1: Yeah.
2: How big is that
1: hotel that you're at? Small. Is it like I a, know. like a motel hotel, or like is it holiday?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, do you want to tour? <laughs> Wanna see?
1: Yeah. Let's ch- let's check out where the stars are sleeping these days.
2: <laughs> uh, gotta, gotta something. Uh, so messy. So. Got my bike, got my guitar, got a bed, the TV there. We got some nice concrete decor. <laughs> you know, it's pretty sturdy. <laughs> uh, uh, what's going on? <laughs> uh, nice peeled paint back there, it's perfect. Um, yeah, like I'm, I don't know, I'm, I don't necessarily have to be. Lincoln. Staying at the Hotel Motel Holiday yeah. be happy.
0: <laughs> like a uh, TV crib. Yeah, there you uh, go. I <laughs> think a little mini
2: fridge good. there or no? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's what's uh, in the fridge? <laughs> 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 Not too much, I'm afraid, but. No mini bar? <laughs> what is that, a case of beer? What is that? Yeah, some old Milwaukee's. There you go, ah. yeah! <laughs> I, it's not a nice beer day, it's a, it's a cheap beer day. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's awesome. <laughs> what kind of uh, guitar do you have there with you? Oh, okay,
2: sure. <sighs> this is my guitar Misty? Hello Misty. These got curves it's an epiphone it's an epiphone dot studio and uh i got a p90 here and then this is just the hamburger that came with it
0: mm-hmm. hamburger
2: <laughs> hamburger
1: right on how long have you had missy for uh
2: for quite a while oh man how long have I had Missy for? I've had Missy for maybe since maybe for like ten, between ten and fifteen years.
0: I know that's kind of a big time frame, but. Is that the only guitar you have, or do you have a whole a whole arsenal?
2: No, I have uh, I have two, and I think it's important to have two in case one goes down. Right. Um. They have the backup and the other one i've got i've got a uh, it's a little uh, dean explorer style body it's uh and then i've got um some gibson pickups in it um and it's great too it's made of basswood so it's extremely light um it's kind of a more flashy ish guitar although it's also wood um yeah i don't know I, uh, I think guitars are cool. I enjoy trying to pick different tones, but I'm not as obsessed with it as some people are. For me, I'll tweak the sound after the after the fact, but the the progressions and the melodies are the first things that I try and think about. Um, sometimes, like messing around with some pedals, you can get some really cool sounds, and that can inspire something. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I think as far as like effects and stuff goes, uh, the ones that I'm most drawn to and most end up using, like, I, I really like uh, Fuzz. Uh, I like Distortion. I usually use the amp distortion. Uh, reverb, love Reverb. Um, I don't use Delay as much, but I really like it. Uh, Steven more so uses the Delay, so that's great. He can handle that. <laughs> we can get it in our songs. Um, and then uh, i have a compression pedal that i use a little bit um it does a good job of controlling the fuzz factory that i use that can get kind of insane sometimes um and then uh, i've got a chorus pedal as well that also um is also a tremolo and a phaser pedal but i i typically use it for the chorus aspect um okay so yeah, that's kind of like the ways I manipulate my sound. Like I've I've played around with phasers a bit, but I didn't really get into them. Uh, I love delay, but it's not really for me. Um, so mostly like reverb, fuzz, compression, um, chorus sometimes, um, and then of course the wah pedal. I love the wah pedal.
0: Mm. So would you consider yourself a guitar player who sings or a singer who plays guitar
2: uh i don't know if i need to answer that question i'm both okay (laughs) Go together just like you know i uh like i can do both independently i get the most pleasure when they're done together yeah but they both they're both wonderful they both mean something to me I, i would never want to give either of them up you know and i like i could like like if i wanted i could just be a singer in a band you know but i play guitar and i I write with the guitar for a reason you know it's like it's like a part of the whole machine in a way that i've this kernel machine i've created that that makes songs um and like if i if i played the banjo then the banjo would be important too you know
1: yeah And when recording an album, like when you guys did Neighborhood, do you do, like, are the songs recorded all in one take? Or how does that, like, how do you do that? How was Neighborhood recorded?
2: Neighborhood was super fun to record. Neighborhood is kind of uh, unique in the sense that it took place, the recording took place at many different locations. So it took place in my home, in Ian's home, and in Jordy's home. At the time, Jordy was working with kind of like a mobile unit. Reservoir recordings as a physical location had not yet been created or finished, you know. Um, So uh, he had his recording gear. He would cart it around with him. We would go to Ian's house to record some drums or vocals there. or We'd go to my house to record some some vocals or we'd go to Jordy's to record some guitars or whatever we were doing. Um, And so it kind of took on our... Our, we put our homes into it, you know, <laughs> um, yep. but it was really fun. Like we would, we really got into kind of like making really cool mattress forts and stuff. Um, so it was just like being a kid, you know, like just making, just yeah. taking your bed, just turning it upside down, like putting blankets over yep. it, like getting into the closet, you know, like all these things that was like trying to get the sound that we wanted. Um, and, and it was also like, yeah, just like a really fun night when it was like, we're all cheering each other on like if it's, if it's your turn to record, you know, for doing drums tonight, then we're all like Ready, we're there for Ian, you know, like we're, we're cheering Ian on, yeah. we're, like you know, we're listening back. We're like, oh, this is so good. Or like, okay, let's do it again or whatever. Um, and then yeah, the whole process, the whole process of recording. I'm, I'm excited to do it again. It's so fun. You know, it's this kind of like gradual reveal. I mean, when you're making it, you know, you, you hear the drums and then you hear what it sounds like with the drums and the bass. Then you hear what it sounds like with the drums and the bass and the guitar. And then you hear what it sounds like with the yeah. drums and the, bass and the guitar and you add your voice. And then you hear what it sounds like when it's got mixed. And then you hear what it sounds like when it's been mastered. And so it's like this this little plant that just like grows and it's pretty after a while. <laughs> at, at first, it's kind of,
3: <laughs>
2: but <laughs> it grows into something wonderful.
1: <laughs> so when you're so like neighborhood for example if if you're piecing it together like that right recording everything individually and separately how is that different from when you're playing it live and you guys are playing it all together like what's is it intimidating where it's like holy shit like this is like maybe the third time we've played it all simultaneously like that
2: or not at all or is it just like second nature uh. I think that, as a band, we thrive on performing live. Uh, it's just such a great energy. Um, and I think performing live, like I could even like say practice is almost like that too. Like we just get so into it. You know, we're there to kind of let something loose and to uh, to fine tune it so that we can kind of make the biggest impact when, when we're actually playing for other people. But um, yeah, no, I love I love it. I think it's great. Uh, I I like it just as much when I'm nervous as when I'm like less nervous and I want to experiment a bit. Um, like it's it's all it's all so fun and unique. I'd love to do more of it. And yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm just gonna wait for the for the world to open back up. I guess you know. Right. Yeah. I'm so ready and excited
0: to play soon that's that's pretty much any artist we talk to right now it's yeah like, okay let's get it let's get it over with and i want to go back on stage and back into the studio mm-hmm. yeah
1: i don't yeah. suppose we could convince you to give us a little treat you want to do would you maybe sing us a, a verse or a course with misty maybe
2: uh sure yeah
1: you don't have to but
0: if
2: okay <laughs> I mean, like, the only thing is, like, I'm in a hotel right now. So, so? I can't <laughs> be so loud, you know?
1: It's only nine o'clock.
2: Well, here it's
3: here, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, it's 10. <laughs> Sweet. What do you, what do you got in, in mind?
2: Um, let me think here. Um, you know, like normally I would play something like Betty because it's such a fun song to play, but it's so high energy and you know, it being 10 o'clock at night here, I kind of want to play something chill. Um, um, Actually, no, you know what? I think I... I think I will play Betty for you. That's cool. Did you guys? Right. Yeah? yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yay!
1: <laughs> Sweet. Okay, so
2: hopefully
1: cool. you guys don't get me kicked out. <sighs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> our fault. <laughs> That was pretty awesome. At kind of the last verse, there, I'm not sure. Like this sound kind of went. Yeah, it went down. It like tapered down there a little bit. So we'll. That might be the audio compression in Zoom. Right. We'll we'll see on the playback there after Yeah. We could still hear it, but it was like the the volume like went from the from the level it was at. It was like it dropped halfway, kind of thing. I'm not sure why why
2: it did that, but. Yeah, not super ideal. Um, and you know what? Look, I don't really have my. Good audio recording mic with me either, and also, that's a small, little battery-powered amp. Like, really, things could be. (laughs) We're on it, (laughs)
1: you know. Oh man, but that was fun though. Yeah, awesome. Yeah.
2: It was fun. Yeah, I started to get into it like halfway through. I was like, all right, nah. (laughs) Mm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, exactly. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Cool. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, no worries yeah so before you get kicked out we'll let you go i guess (laughs) yeah we don't want (laughs) to we we don't want to catch that part on camera right (laughs)
0: um
1: like i said uh, we really appreciate your time and and jumping on this with us tonight and like i'm looking forward to i i hope we get to meet each other in person yeah definitely
2: this has been super cool thank you so much for asking ramstone and i'm glad i could be here to speak on their behalf and uh to hang out with you guys like it's it's been fun and always uh always great to see other people like making music happen even though COVID's doing its thing you know like there's ways that we can all connect and engage with each other and it's super super awesome that you guys are on the same page you're rocking it too right on.
0: so where can we find rhymestone you can find rhymestone
2: oh, oh. uh on the internet we're on social media we're on uh, your favorite place to play your music whether it's the itunes store or google play or spotify um or Bandcamp, um and you can also find us on our website ramstone.com um and that kind of that'll show you links to buying our album there as well if you want to do that um and we've got some merch links there um and then we also post quite a bit to our Facebook and Instagram page. You know, we'll be letting people know kind of what's happening. We, we tweet every once in a while. Um, so, yeah, there's ways to follow us. And we're always scheming, scheming something. So, uh, yeah, if you want to scheme with the team, <laughs> <you>
0: know,
2: <laughs> follow <laughs> us on something, whatever you like.
0: Um,
2: Perfect. And,
0: yeah. Awesome. Well. Like uh, like Joel said, we hope to catch you again soon. And-
2: cool. Yeah, hope to catch you in person and let's hang out and have a have a Pepsi together. Love that. Sounds good. Definitely. Yeah. Right on. Thank yeah. you so much. All right. See you guys. Have a good night.
1: Bye bye. You too.